You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Friends, hello and welcome to the show. Yes, I'm at the point in my quarantine where I'm losing my mind and making up songs about everything. Every day is the same. I don't leave the house. I know you can relate because your butt hasn't left the couch since March. Ouch. Do I have to rhyme again? I don't know. Hi. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of losing it. Anyway, hi, friends. It's been a whole week. I kind of missed you. Welcome to American Sex, a podcast dedicated to normalizing conversations about pleasure and alternative sexual expression by challenging those puritanical, backward-ass ideals we have right here in the United States. This is episode 135 of American Sex Podcast, and I am Sunny Megatron. My co-host is Ken Melvoin-Berg, who you're going to be hearing from shortly. We're sexuality educators, pleasure advocates, and kinky perverts, too. And we're also married to each other. I mean, I, I don't know if that's obvious. We're not monogamous, so I suppose we could be married to other people, too. But, you know, whatever. This week we have the dynamic duo from the Two Girls, One Mike podcast, Alice Vaughn and Yvette D'Entremont on the show. On Two Girls, One Mike, Alice and Yvette discuss the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. They're joined by comedians and porn star scientists, authors, and all sorts of people, including me. I was on an episode, by the way, the link will be in the show notes. But those folks help them review films, discuss the industry, and topics that are porn and or sex adjacent. And if their names sound familiar, you're right. Alice has a line of offensive crayons, and you may have seen Yvette floating around the internet, also known as Cybabe, and rubbing elbows with people like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Right? I know. During this conversation, Alex and Yvette talk with Ken and I about what it's like to be the Siskel and Ebert of porn. They tell us how they stumbled into porn reviewing and all the places it's taken them. And it's taken them to some very pleasurable but confusing places, you know, aka weird boner town. So the pair talk about the different eras of porn, the different decades, and the significance of those different popular movies at that time, and how well or how not well they have aged. We get into the plots and details of all sorts of adult films like old classics, Behind the Green Door, Deep Throat, Debbie Does Dallas, and lots of porn parodies like Fap to the Future or E.T., the extra testicle, and a whole lot more. Oh, and they also tell us about the time that they called the FBI on an unsolicited dick pic sender. So you know you're not supposed to send unsolicited dick pics. Really don't send unsolicited dick pics to Alice and Yvette, because who the fuck knows what might happen. Now, when I was editing this, I had like deep, uncontrollable belly laughs on a number of different occasions. And remember, that was round two because I was there the first time I had already heard all this funny stuff. It's good. You're really, really going to enjoy this and you are going to laugh. But of course, before we get down and dirty, 
We got to wash the balls. Yeah, here on American Sex Podcast, we call our housekeeping ball washing because that's a lot more fun, isn't it? So first, have you heard that Ken and I do free sex ed live streams on Get Vocal every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time? Yep. Head on over to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Sunny Get Vocal, spelled S-U-N-N-Y-G-E-T-V-O-K-L, to watch and to subscribe. Each week, we have a new topic and or guest. For example, last week, we talked about the anatomy of a BDSM scene, and we gave our best tips and tools for building creative, memorable, toe-curling, kinky scenarios. And they could be scenarios where you go to Strange Boner Town, if that's your thing, not going to judge. I kind of have spent some time in Strange Boner Town. Anyway, some of the past topics we've talked about are G-spot and squirting, prostate massage, electric play, erotic humiliation, sex toys 101, and a whole bunch more. As always, you can watch replays of all our past live streams in the archive section on our Get Vocal profile, or I've got most of them also archived on YouTube, Periscope, or my Facebook page. Again, check the show notes for the link or if you can really remember, it's bit.ly slash Sunny Get Vocal. I knew you wouldn't remember. Just go to the show notes at americansexpodcast.com for episode 135. So much easier. All right, American fuckers. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's music time. Do you hear that music starting? Well, I do. It's big welcome and heartfelt appreciation time to the new members of our Patreon family. Our Patreon family is growing and growing and growing. Big, huge welcome and heartfelt appreciation to Candace and Jessica for becoming American Sex Podcast Patreon supporters this past week. And you too can become an American Sex Podcast Patreon member at patreon.com slash American Sex. And you get stuff too. You know, bonus stories from our guests. Yes, go visit our Patreon. There's some up from this week's guests. Extra full-length episodes, all of our regular episodes early. You get stickers sent to you in the mail, a shout out on the podcast, all sorts of different things. And if you've considered becoming a member, but you haven't quite just yet, do it. Do it now. It's a perfect time. You know, finances are tight with the trash fire of a world that we now live in, and we rely on our Patreon membership funds to cover basic living expenses for our family. Yep, it's it's like that right now. Also, we give almost all of our content away for free, and a fraction of that content is this podcast. We do a lot more because we believe that these conversations are important and everyone should have access to them. So in the spirit of PBS or NPR, but way, way dirtier. Those few that can support us allow our content to remain free for everyone. So again, that address is patreon.com slash American sex. Lastly, this is the last thing. It's a free thing. Absolutely free for you. Yay. Uh, Are you part of our sex positive discord community yet? Because that is your ticket to Strange Boner Town. I'm telling you, you can go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Discord A-S-P. That's for A-S-P for American Sex Podcast. There we talk about sexuality and mental health and off-topic stuff like, you know, funny memes and gaming and recipes and music and all sorts of stuff. And we would love for you to join us. Again, it's free. Oh, and there's the dirty area. That's the Strange Boner Town area. If 
you didn't catch the link again, like all the links we talk about on this episode, it will be in the show notes at americansexpodcast.com for episode 135. You ready? American fuckers, get ready to laugh your asses right the hell off with Alice and Yvette. On the line. So excited. This is going to be a porny interview. That was bad. Uh, I'm, I'm bad with the uh, Okay, I'll shut up. I'll uh, shut up. We've got Alice and Yvette from Two Girls, One Mike. And I love that in your podcast, I don't know, description summary, whatever, it says that you discuss the holes and the plot holes of your favorite porn. So, hi. How are you? Hey guys. We're 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 titillated to be here. What can we say? Yay! Yay. So, th- this is awesome actually meeting the both of you and I have to say Yvette, I've actually been following you for years and I had no idea that you were the person from Two Girls One Mike. I like I, my background is in science and I'm an old man, so I love arguing about things like what you are you love talking about? Arguing on the internet, yeah, so totally. It's so, so you're one of my people automatically. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you for Absolutely. that. Absolutely, <laughs> and I argue about food thing, talking about like why genetically oh, yeah. modified foods are a good thing because my background yep. is in science. I'm like these are it's, good things. Oh, Splenda, I, I, it, I, I was a Splenda spokesbitch for a little while. It was a good, you know, it's I. I'm not allowed to talk about my contract there, but I still, I still stand by. <laughs> you know, it's here's the thing: it is hard to be a spokesperson for a company when people are so suspicious of anyone who's getting paid to talk about a product. But uh, I, I still use Splenda in my cooking. I still stand by everything I said about the safety of the product, and I wasn't trying to get people to buy it. I, you know, and that's they, like the company looked at me as someone who was trying to get people to buy it. But I was like, I'm trying to get people to feel safe about a product that they already probably liked, but was you know a little worried about because of you know misinformation information in the media so yeah splenda's fucking fine it's fine and and, and thank you for that for giving an old man fodder for uh being able to argue with anti-vaxxers and you know anti like genetically modified food people on the internet so thank you i as as a fellow person who enjoys arguing on the internet you are welcome go forth and argue in good faith also ken (laughs) as as a as a 50 plus diabetic, you're now a Splenda daddy, oh, not, that's a true. I'm daddy, not a sugar so, daddy. I'm not a sugar daddy anymore. I'm definitely you know. a Splenda daddy. Okay. Not, only be, not only because I'm broke, but. Because <laughs> you steal the little Splenda packets from, little, from Starbucks. So I'm, I'm an old man, a Jew, and like I have so many different stereotypes going on with me right now. You do. I, do. I just oh, thought that was a competitor to sugardaddy.com, Splenda daddy, where you want to be a sugar daddy, but you, you're on a budget. You're a baller on a budget. If you're a, if you're on an extra budget, it could be a sucralose daddy. You're like the non-name brands. Ooh, yeah. Sucralose daddies, though, that's like, you know, I'll, like, I'll give you a coupon. You're, you're like, haggling not like, I'll on give the you way cash. out the door. Yeah. Can I, give, can I give you Macy's bucks? It works for 50% off. I got some hard I, candies and some green stamps. Some Werther's. <laughs> some Werther's. I've got cold exactly cash. <laughs> Oh my god. I've got a settlement coming from JG Wentworth. It's worth the ton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So, okay, the both of you are uh A hilarious. B, you do other stuff. Sci babe. And and Alice, you do the offensive crayons. And I knew you also did Two Girls One Mic podcast. But then I didn't realize until just recently, like how into porn reviewing you are. So that's where I want to start. How the fuck did that happen? Like how? A joke. 
Okay. A joke, a joke that we just look, Alice and I, as you can tell from our other hobbies, we take jokes too far. Uh, and this whole thing started as a joke. And Alice is someone who, if you give her a business idea and she goes, <gasps> she's, she, she's like, she, she won't let it go. And like this whole thing. Uh, so I, I give talks on science and I was giving a talk, um, at a science museum on why bad science in the movies is okay. And I'm kind of pushing back on Neil deGrasse Tyson's whole, and I love Neil, but like his whole, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson ruins your favorite summer movies with science. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. You are not ruining the Avengers for me by giving a lesson <laughs> on quantum physics. I went to watch Tony Stark punch a robot spaceship alien, Neil. I did not need to know about quantum mechanics. Anyways, uh, but my, you know, I made a joke in this talk uh, about, you know, like ruining the bad science in movies is kind of like ruining the plot in the porn. Like, no matter what, I'm still going to get out of there what I went in there for. And then I was like, you know, there, and I was talking to Alice about this when we were, you know, chatting about another project we were playing with. I'm like, you know, maybe if there's a market for ruining uh, all these movies with science, there's a market for, uh, you know, for analyzing the plot in porn. And Alice is like, we're doing it! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and... Two we, less than two weeks later, we had our first two episodes out. Wow! I mean, we both come from evidence-based science backgrounds, so I mean, it makes sense too. Just because in porn, in sex ed, there's just so much to debunk, and there's so many people already doing it when it comes to uh, sex ed, but no one's doing it for porn or porn plots. Mm-hmm. It's- but I mean, there's just there's also just this ripe field to harvest for comedy when you're watching a porn. Like just some of like there some of the older stuff is so ridiculous when they were like, "Hey, we've got a camera and naked people. Let's do things with it." Like, and I mean, the older stuff is is amazing and ridiculous. And every time we watch it, we're like, "We need more alcohol." <laughs> like, it's, like there there are some that I don't know if traumatize is the word, but like I feel like we we need a cigarette afterwards, like to to help end our lives sooner from watching them but like it's we've we've learned a lot we've i think i think we've we've found out new things about ourselves sexually from watching some of the weirder shit yeah it's like i didn't expect to get turned on but i came harder than i than than i uh am comfortable with watching that (laughs) like those like those kinds of porns are always weird for us and it's you know we've i we've had uh listeners thank us for changing their sex lives because they started watching porn with their partners and we love hearing those things but not only that we had one person who approached us at the aees this year who said yeah listening to your show literally changed my life because i was working at a gas station in michigan after episode two i decided to go towards the sex industry and he now works for a sex uh at a robotics company at real dolls i believe that's cool that's amazing he just he saw i think it was because he saw the industry as being kind of tawdry and gross and he heard our interview uh with ella darling who has a master's in library science uh, and runs uh, a vr she's the queen of vr porn and he was suddenly like his the way he looked at porn was transformed and like he saw us and like he he was so happy to see us he's like i want to thank you and we're sitting here like what what and we just we walked away from that like what did our little joke of a show do for this person but yeah it's finding people who like our our little show making porn accessible like this was like i said it was supposed to be a joke and it's made uh, it's the fact that it's made porn less of a taboo thing for people because i'm a scientist who talks really frankly and makes science accessible apparently i'm doing the same thing for porn now and it's like (laughs) that's it's it's a it's a thing it 
Alice and I have a magical bit of chemistry when we do this and it's it works. That is so cool. So do you watch the porns together? Or the porns. The porns. Yeah. I got a can All of porn. The porns. Uh, I, got, I, I got like I got a bag of dicks. I got a bag right. of porn. Creamed porn. <laughs> and when you're watching the 70s porn, do you want alcohol and nair or are you okay with all the hair? It's, you know, I, it's, I, I think because there's so much hairless stuff from like the late nineties, early two thousands, like I'm, I, I enjoy it. It's to quote Tom Arnold, when I'm watching porn, I look for Bush. <laughs> I want a lot of Bush. <laughs> oh man. But it's, yeah, yeah. You know, like we see a lot of every, like, it's funny. Bush has kind of come back in porn. Yeah. Well, it's oh, going to yeah. make I a huge comeback that. after COVID. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, no one's waxer. My, my scrotum looks like Bernie Sanders right now. It's a little unkempt. I'm picturing your balls like waving their hands going, socialism, socialism. One percent of the hair is covering 99 percent of the balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Although now I'm also imagining your balls with a bald spot. Oh, totally. At some point, I'm sure they do. Just peeking. It's a little, it's like, depending on your age, if your balls are at the point where like they've hit the splash zone, where like at gravity has just brought them to where they might hit the toilet water, like that's the spot where the bald spot is. I think I'm going to make a bald spot if there's not one there. (laughs) I want, like, that, that qualifies for coming into our inbox. We have a rule with dick pics where, (laughs) like, because we have the type of podcast where people might be tempted to send us dick pics, and we have a rule. Number one, don't fucking send us a dick pic. Number two, if you have to, if you're comp- if you have that compulsion, put a funny hat on it. <laughs> put it in a, make it a puppet show with the dick pic. Put a put a, a Hawaiian shirt made for custom made for your dick on it. But don't just send it. If you send us just your dick, we're gonna call your mother and or, but probably and, make fun of it on the show, and we will name names. Yeah, that is only awesome. One, in almost two years, only one dick pic. Wow, I'm we had, I'm amazed. And so. it was one we had to call the FBI on. No big deal. <gasps> oh, yeah. yes, I heard. Oh, we yeah. talked about this story on your podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Was it recording or was this one we weren't I, recording? I think I it think was post-show. It's, I, I'm not. Can you yeah, elaborate on that? Yeah, for can those you give us, us the <laughs> nutshell <laughs> of what the, yeah. nut, the, the nutshell? The nutshell. Oh, oh. So we have a Patreon, like most podcasts do, and uh, we had uh, someone who was a bit of an overenthusiastic fan of uh, blondes, aka myself. He was kind of Polish blondes. Yeah. It's- and he, uh, he decided to hop on uh, the page and start posting dick pics. I took it down. I said, hey, dude, you can't do this. This is like your first and final warning. Uh, and then he sent me a creepy ass message back. And that warning turned into a block. Uh, bear in mind, he also paid for the $100 level where he gets an hour-long conversation with us. At that point in time, we also had our personal email addresses as part of the reward. Ooh. Yeah, no, that changed. <laughs> yeah. But the best part, though, is he paid on a separate email address to come back in to the, uh, into the Patreon and spam the feed with more dick pics. Wow. Like, it's like, dude, your penis has already been rejected once. Like, did you, do you have a humiliation kink where you wanted your dick rejected more times? Yeah. <laughs> but oh. now the only reason we went out of our way to report this guy is because he started sending both Yvette and I threatening emails. 
Uh, I think like each three or four of them within over the course of a day. And we we looked him up and he had uh, a bit of a record. It seemed he'd gone a little nuts on some women before. And he wasn't in the same state as either of us. But we consulted with a couple lawyers and they're like, look, he lives in another state from both of you. This is an this is an interstate thing. Hence, you need to report him to the federal authorities. So we called the FBI. Oh, <laughs> There's a story about why we call it's way less glamorous than I would have expected. It's like an agents came to my door to say no, we just you know, we called, we left a message, they called us back. Yeah. That's all. Wow. Wow. So well but yeah. And I'm just picturing uh, like, Mulder and Scully in my head and what they needed to do to get that accomplished. And do you and do you think that there was any supernatural involvement in the dick? <laughs> no, it was just an asshole from, from New Mexico, sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! Just Mike oh. from Albuquerque, that Sergio Warnick, I believe, was his name. Sorry, does that <laughs> need to be you remember out that? I have an amazing memory for names. This is how this is how I passed. Or I sorry, I aced uh, organic chemistry studying the night before the exams. I was just the asshole who has a very good memory for uh, a very good visual memory. Wow! Wow! So, but huh. yeah, sir. Sergio Warnick. Wow. We still remember you and your tiny dick. Sergio, you better not be listening. Uh, anyway, so, uh, porn. I am I am very curious. If you guys have to bleep out his name. No, it's... No, fu- fuck no. We don't give a shit. Shame the fuck out of him. Sergio Warnick has baby dick energy. <laughs> yes. Sergio, it is illegal to possess ch- child penis porn. I'm sorry. But see, and I remember I was talking to you all about this. I would get people sending me dick pics and I realized they wanted small penis this. humiliation. So it was like they were like, oh, yeah, you don't like my dick, huh? How small is it? Is it smaller than this baby bick lighter? And then I get a picture of the like a little stumpy next to the baby bick. And then I realized like all these guys were sending me dick pics because they wanted me to humiliate them. So I think the best thing I can say is like. According to the Kinsey Institute and their research, your your penis is very average. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's here's the thing, like you ha- definitely have a, a more niche audience than than Alice. Like this guy wanted like he wanted to hear his dick was purdy. He wanted to uh, hear that was a he wanted to hear that people wanted to suck on his dick like a lollipop, and that's not the case. <laughs> Nobody wanted that dick. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he didn't yes. want to hear the first time he had sex, the girl said, no thanks, I don't smoke. <laughs> Snap. Aww. Cigarette joke, sorry. Oh, I thought it was the joke from grade school. It's like, oh, do you smoke after sex? And then they're like, yeah, and then you go, well, you're going too fast. Because you're smoking. Uh, no, okay. Anyway, all right, porn. So <laughs> back, to, back to good penises, okay? Exactly. Oh, so so to- we worked with the entire crew from Star Wars Triple X. Did you review it by any chance? And I own two of the props from that movie. I actually have oh my a, God. a Stormtrooper helmet and a Sandtrooper helmet. He also Shut has up. Captain America's shield from, from the other from, one. Too. Yes, from uh, Captain America. Yeah, it hangs X. above our bed. And we have oh Thor's my- hammer oh from the God. Avengers Triple X and. You two are just so hot. <laughs> Iron Man and Iron Man. I am, and the, I'm the, turned both on by the combination of the two of you right now. Just mm, the, the, nerd, the nerdy now, sexuality is just... Oh, get nerdy with me. Get nerdy with me. Do it. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Now, we would be in the splash zone, though, if hypothetically you told me that you owned the Fux capacitor from Fap to the Future. Yeah, that's... Oh. Just, I do I'm not. But, but I know who does. <gasps> Shut up. Yes. 
I don't know if I could say his name. You probably, I probably if cannot. It's, if it's Michael Vegas, like that's, I, I just, I'll, I'll come in my, in my, my, my pants at the moment. I had my birthday party at Mike's house uh, two years ago, and what? I will ask him, but I don't think that he owns what? it. Yeah, he does I, own the lab coat, though. He might. Well, actually, he might. He, he told me that he owns it because um, I was at the XBiz nomination party last year, and I remember seeing him, and it was the first time I ever saw him. And I think I turned to him and I said, "Oh my God, I loved your work as Cock Brown." <laughs> I, he, he is my porn crush, specifically for Fact of the Future. He was so good in that. He really is. He's such a sweetheart. Aww. Yeah, I didn't see Fact of the Future, yeah, if, so now I feel left out. I have to go it watch is, it. It was one of my favorites because, like, it, the puns were fantastic. They they had, they they had one moment of breaking the fourth wall, and when you see, when you see it, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. But they had a perfect fourth wall break in this that is self-referential to porn and to the original movies. Just watch it; it's only a half hour, and both the sex and uh, the the plot are really good. Yeah, so it's yeah, mm-hmm. like half hour, just a perfect little nugget of a film. Wow. So, so when you yeah. when you all watch porn, what is it to you that makes a good porn? Is it the plot? Is it the sex? Is it the actors? Is it the acting? Like how if you were to rate in order of importance, what are the things that make porn good to you? What are they? Oh, shit. That's a, that is a it's kind of like whatever they were aiming for. How well did they hit it? OK, yeah, that because is a, gonzo like, porn is going to be different than something that's a parody, obviously. Right. Yeah, or or something or one of the 70s experimental things like I'm not going to rate Cafe Flesh the same way that I rate uh, Love Emergency or, um, or or Pee-wee's Big Triple X Adventure, which is amazing, by the way. Uh, but like, you know, it's like if, if it's a parody, I want to know, did they make did they do uh, proper homage to the uh, to the original material? Did someone who who loved this show or this movie are they gonna love? The, are they gonna? If you take out all the sex scenes, are they gonna laugh their tits off watching this? And like that's my kind of, uh, you know, did did they do a? Did they do justice to the source material? If it's not a parody, um, you know, is was like I'm actually looking at the acting. Like they, I have to like I kind of look at at uh, porn acting as genre acting because it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same as Hollywood. But like, did. Did they put me into a place where I both was entertained by the acting and where I want to masturbate afterwards? Mm, yeah. That is awesome. I've actually had the pleasure of producing mainstream movies with oh. a lot of porn actors in them. So I've worked a lot with like uh, Tommy Pistol, nice. uh, Mike. I've worked with um, like Derek Pierce. Derek Pierce. Yeah. Uh, like, and, and I'll tell you what, like uh, Tommy has some of the best acting chops of any actor I've ever worked with. He's incredible. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. It's, he's a great actor, and he just happens to be able to throw some dick down on camera. Yeah. Right? And have you ever seen him do the thing with the blueberries in his foreskin? It's what? amazing. Wait, Excuse me, describe wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Excuse me? Ha- it's Tommy, you've been holding out on us. Uh, so Tommy did a video with Aiden Stark. Okay. And it was in a kitchen and they were making blueberry waffles and he shoved a number of blueberries in his foreskin and then was able to like like Did pop them shoot out. Shoot them? Yes. Like, yes. It's incredible. It's it's like I, the best stupid human trick I've ever seen. You know, that wouldn't be my proudest fap, but I'd try it. Yeah. <laughs> Has he auditioned for America's Got Talent? I d- he like, may have. I don't know. That, but not, you not can't show track. your foreskin. Like, yeah. Why not? <laughs> that that needs to be an exemption to the rule when you can do something this magical. 
Yeah, like I, I feel America is ready for that wait, challenge. Wait, wait. This is 2020 and I need change, okay? Okay, there talk- needs to be a, a, an X-rated America's Got Talent. Why isn't this a thing? Oh, this is you something know, we they, can work on. We got they, the connections they decide for that. If, you know, they decide if they're going to go through by like hitting that little X buzzer. So maybe it can be like, you know, Americans got, America's Got Talent Triple X. I feel like there's there, it's already there in yes. how they judge it. Yes, I, we can. This, I'm going to talk to Leroy Myers later today. Nobody hates. He hates it when <laughs> people go. I have an idea. No, he hates, oh, yeah. he hates I, idea for porn I'm parody. Fully, fully aware that he hates. Oh yeah, it's, but he I, might be on board for a series. Like they've got a studio for fuck's sake. Yeah, and a in a like a full size walking triceratops. Oh yeah, yes. there's I. I, I, I've hopped on that Triceratops. I like that Triceratops. Yeah. My favorite was the ball pit. Oh, my God. Yes. After We hopped into that after the day after the AVS. Wait, were, were, was this year? Were you guys at the party? Yeah. We, we were, were at the same Wait, fucking oh party. God, shut up. <gasps> yes. Aww. Yeah, I'm the guy that sort of looks like one of the Mythbusters with Skanky Santa kind of all mixed together. <laughs> I had a giant gray beard and like full sleeve tattoos. It's I had bright purple hair. Oh, I had yes. the dog. It's... I, I also had a dog. I had my yeah. service dog Waffles with, with us. I remember actually you and oh. Waffles. I kept Teddy away from Waffles because I kept telling Teddy he's working. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's, that's hilarious. That we've a small world. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'll, I'll bet almost, I was sitting on the couches near like the, the uh, stairway set up for most of it, eating a gigantic thing of the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Oh my God. That was my, uh, God, what a small yeah, world. The, uh, the, it's the ball pit. That, like after four days of running around in heels at like, cause I'm not a clubbing person. I'm a total homebody. Like right. that, that ball pit felt like a fucking massage. That was like, I want now, like one day, like my, my, uh, adult child, uh, goals for making 12 year old me that still exists happy is that I want a ball pit in my house. Yeah. Just after feeling how nice that was, I'm like, yeah, just a ball pit. So, I don't, so I don't are wanna... you a little? You just oh, haven't. No. You're not a no, little? No, okay. no, no. No, it's like I've, I've, I have hung, like when I first moved to California and I was looking for like a new kink community because that was like my big thing on the East Coast. Right. Uh, I, like, I was the first thing that I found in my area was like a, a, a Bigs Littles group. And I went to that and I realized that there were people engaging in diaper play all around me. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to judge, but this is not, um, my fi- like there were people just, I, you know, like I said, not my, not going to judge. Everyone's got their fetish, but I'm like, this is definitely not my group. Yeah. So I, I, but no, I not, not my thing. Definitely more, uh, definitely more just into, I, I would say run of the mill, uh, uh, DS play. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's like, it's like, it, it's the type of stuff that would probably make, uh, somebody who's vanilla go, ah, but like make the more extreme people who are like, I have a collection of whips go, yeah, you're kind of tame. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, and I, and I have a, a relatively big collection of, 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 you know, uh, floggy, thwacky things, but still, you know, like I, I'm not too much of, like I, I got old and I stopped being a pain slut. Like, yeah, it happens. That just, that I agree. Happens. I am there. Like, it pain was okay. And every time I get hurt, it hurts more and more. And I'm like, I don't yeah. like the like, what even getting tattoos, getting dental work, yeah. everything hurts more now. Like, yeah, tattoos used to be fine. Yeah. My last one, like, I could bear, like, I got a huge tattoo on my leg. And, like, I remember tattoos when I was younger being like, it's a little sore. Like, the last one I got in my late 20s, it was like, nope. 
Oh, Bonnie is saying no more to this. This is okay. Yeah. But Alice is looking at me like we're Al- Alice and I have like have a screen up so we can see each other. She's looking at me like, what are you? No, I can't get it. Ah, this is happening in my old age. Well, also, I can't ever get a tattoo because I'm way too indecisive. Can you imagine me? You're going to have six binders. Like, Jesus and, you'll, you'll, you'll and it'll just through. be me planning the initial stages of getting a tattoo. Oh. It's you will have you'll have a list it, like, like in, unlike contractors for the house it'll be like you, you'll have a list of every tattoo artist in in the tri-state area <laughs> which ones do which style of tattoo are there inks that one day will will dissolve and destroy you like you you will binder this shit out yeah yeah she is she is the organized one of the two of us oh oh one, one of us has to be true true it's certain and it's certainly not going to be me <laughs> 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 So this is how we have episodes out every week. Right, right. So I want to ask y'all, I want to go back to the early porn, like behind the green door and deep throat. And have you delved into those? And what is, I don't know, your favorite thing about that era of porn? So what's interesting is, so first off, yes, we have watched Behind the Green Door, Debbie Does Dallas, Night Dreams, Cafe Flesh, Opening of Misty Beethoven. Uh, so favorite thing um, for me, I have to say the porns, with the exception of Night Dreams, <laughs> the older porns are kind of fucking creepy. Come by today's standards. Uh, I mean, Night I Dreams kind of creepy too, but. In a different way. It's artistic yeah, and you exactly. get to see some interesting things done with a with a mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. That said, um, Behind the Green Door, Debbie Does Dallas. I, I, Debbie Does Dallas, I mean, way back when, the challenges with oh those, those were people who were portraying high school girls who were stating they were 16. Yeah. By standards today, that's illegal. Uh <laughs> And there's a reason that everybody says it's my 18th birthday. Right. When they're 26. Exactly. And it's, I think what's, it's weird because like, you know, porn sometimes like, and you know, our fantasies sometimes have a, a, an element of coercion in them and that's fine. But there was something that struck us as very rapey about Debbie does Dallas, because in a lot of these cases, like, I, I don't know, just watch it and have a look at it and go, wow, there's something off about how the sex is happening in this that does not happen in porn today. I don't, I don't want to, it's been a while since we watched it, but we were both kind of taken aback by, by some tropes and by how some of the things happened in there. And Ooh. if the opening of Misty Beethoven isn't a playbook on how to be Jeffrey Epstein, I don't know what. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. God. Shit, you're, oh, my God. You're not wrong. Oh, no. You're so right. You're so but, right. Yeah. And, like, and, and American fuckers, if you haven't seen that porn yet, you will yet. Com- you'll completely oh. get it if you watch it. American but, fuckers. You know, if, those are our fans. Yes, so. our fans are American fuckers. It also reminds me of though, just like... Any TV in that, like, I look back at the shit I watched in the 70s oh, I, I and 80s. I just watched the pilot episode of MASH and was cringing. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's it's bad. It's racist <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. Rapey as fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's and it, it's funny because I think about these things and what we look back and what's bad, you know, 30, 40 years ago. What are we going to be looking at, you know, 30 years from now and going, man, we were really awful that so much. Oh, so yes. much. Every conversation that we have on tape right now, we are going to be canceled for. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I mean, we're, look, we're looking at shit we did f- 
like but even five six, years, six years ago, ago six yeah, years like, ago, ooh, like, I said that. Oh, like oh, yeah. we're cringing at it. It's do you do you guys look at your Facebook memories when they come up and just delete? Like, yeah, and, and it's not even if it's an offensive thing. It's just a thing that you're like, wow, I thought that was worth bandwidth. Yeah. yeah, I get I get the time hop. Like I do the time hop oh, every yeah. day, and I get like my Facebook posts from the first year I was on Facebook, like 2008 or something. Oh, and I'm and like, when they, oh that, shit. Like, Back when it was still oh, like man. you didn't just you couldn't just write a status. It was like you had to put is. Yes. Blank. Yes. Like, oh my god, I forgot. And about they're that. just so weird. Yes. yes. I just it's remember this all. Oh god. And this this all came out of Mark Zuckerberg's desire to rank the hotness of girls on campus. And now <laughs> and now democracy's fallen. Sorry, that got really heavy. <laughs> but it's, but it's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Shit happens when you're trying to look at live nude girls, which is why Mark should have just gone for porn. Exactly. If he could have just, he could have just got spanked into some porn, none of this would have happened. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure, no, I'm sure nobody else would have done the exact same thing in his space. <laughs> totally wouldn't have happened. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, if there is something that I like about the older porn is really two things. Number one, the history, because there's so much history from that age. I mean, porn at the time was even a, you know, a massive vehicle uh, for mob money. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Deb, uh, Debbie does, uh, Dal- not Debbie does Dallas, uh, Deep Throat is a great example of that. You know, it's a quote, highest grossing film. But if you look at most of the profits and, you know, where it's screened and how much it's screened, you know, you're going to wager that about anywhere from 80 to 90% of that is just mob money. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I mean, we not only learn a ton about the history of porn and obscenity laws and how things have changed. I mean, you know, when we were watching, we didn't expect when we were reviewing uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls to learn about, oh, it was because of Jeff Stryker that now my dick is copyrighted. Okay, thank you, Wait, Jeff Stryker. Ex- explain. What, what is the story behind this? copyright a dick. So the story behind that is that way back when Jeff Stryker, uh, who was a fa- super famous uh, gay porn star, decided to start selling uh, toys of his member. Uh-huh. And another company decided, hey, that's selling really well. We should sell the same exact thing. And they knocked it off completely. And he said wait a minute, that is exactly my product. You can't do that. And he had to go to court and say that this is, co- this is, uh, you know, they're stealing copyright because it is based on his dick and the court was able to rule in his favor. You Ooh. can copyright your cock. Copyright. I know what's going on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you can go to Clona Willy, make a, make an injection mold of your cock. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated with the era in porn, um, like the early days of the internet, like the early 2000s, late 90s. There's a, I'm, I'm sure you guys have probably seen it. There's a frontline documentary that was filmed in like 2002 or something, um, all about like the, the early days of internet porn and, you know, censorship and the different laws and, you know, the different people being put in jail. But like, as you have watched different eras of porn how did did you observe content changing like once we hit internet porn that is a good question because it's it's uh, hmm i would say especially nowadays compared to what it used to be i mean when you used to make um a porn well 
feature length uh, film and even still nowadays uh, but especially when you were buying a VHS tape I mean the reason that you have you know five six scenes on it is because you don't have the internet it's you're gonna you know jerk off to one scene all right you're done you take a break and you save it for next Tuesday the next you know the next uh, version right uh, as compared to now I feel like right now aside from production value has gone way up uh, just based on technology and the quality that we have. Um, I want to say that so, just like uh, when you watch, you know, 2001 A Space Odyssey, how it's slower paced. Mm-hmm. I find porn in some instances, you know, whether it be with camera angles or even how long the scenes are, are very quick and rapidly shot as opposed to, hey, we're going to just focus on this one camera angle for for 30 seconds. 30 seconds doesn't sound like a long time watch a 30 second clip of porn uh today and just one shot of one angle and it's a world of difference it's kind of like the michael bayification of porn <laughs> like like you know how in uh, like in there you know it's it's not just like the the three camera setup like you have for a sitcom it's like you have multiple cameras that they keep flipping away from because you need because if if you're looking at the at the banging of the pussy for too long, how will you know what her facial facial expression is, huh? You need to know all of those at the same time. But like like the porn in uh like there was a scene was it Debbie does Dallas? there was a shower scene yes where, Debbie, uh, does Debbie does Dallas that we're watching going they they start off with a fucking pile driver. Okay, and like Alice, we're still horrified by this because we're like, that is a safety issue. Don't they have OSHA in the seventies? We don't know if they have OSHA in the seventies. We want to lie, but you know what? <laughs> like, they probably fucking do now because you don't see people jumping into pile drivers in the shower. In the shower? Are you kidding me? But they jumped into a pile driver. Wow! But like, it's it seems like there was just kind of like I said, it was like, hey, we have a camera and naked people, and like there was there's kind of almost a predictable rhythm to how uh, sex is gonna go now, and it's kind of you know there is some oral in both directions and eventually you know a, a handful of different positions go on and eventually there's a cum shot um or you know or or, or a cream pie. but like there's there's kind of a rhythm to it and before it was like hey let's just throw it in and we don't necessarily have to show you a close-up angle and there's like there aren't the set angles at which people know to fuck to give you the best view of the cock going in like it was much more organic i guess mm-hmm. because they hadn't figured all that shit out that what you know what made for good viewing of sex yeah. at the time so in the Which- age of sesta fosta um, one of the things that we know from working with so many adult performers is they've switched a lot from going to these big mainstream companies to doing more uh, like customs and really interesting niche pieces because the tube sites in sesta fosta have created a real big market for this because there's not as, because everybody's consuming all of this free porn. It's the weird stuff that's really getting attention. Have you guys reviewed any custom stuff yet? You know, we haven't done any custom clips. uh, And I mean, I find that when it comes to custom clips, so first off, everybody has their own taste. Um, You know, we find that different actors are going to do different things. Uh, And it's, I mean, everything's behind a paywall, but we want to find content that's just a little bit more accessible for our audience. So, you know, we're going to review, you know, 10 inch mutant Ninja turtles or, (laughs) which is awesome by the way. (laughs) 
These names, just the names alone. Oh my oh, yeah. god. Okay, wait. What and are some of them? Go ahead. Some some of them get around copyright law just by adding like not the Wizard of Oz or they're the Big Lebowski triple X. Like it is apparently very easy to get around copyright laws if you just add triple X to something. Yeah. Uh, well, but we I also mean, have we, parody law. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Law is very clear that this is parodying something. You're in the clear. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So what are some of the uh, be- best titled and just best parodies that you it's, have watched? What? I have a f- I have a fondness for E.T. the extra testicle. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was not the best uh, one that we it's, it is definitely not the best uh, scripted best, you know, continuity <laughs> one that we watched, but it had the best threesome scene that I have ever seen for the acting for the girl that was banging uh, the boyfriend and the extraterrestrial. <laughs> like, was, that, was, just... was that Axel Braun or Leroy Myers production? I, oh, I, I think it was. It wasn't Leroy. It was Myers. Dream it was Zone. I don't know who did it that. No, it was neither. Oh, it was wow. an older one. Like wow. it, it was. But yeah, look up ET the extra uh, extra testicle. <laughs> it was like I said. There's Ouch. a threesome scene that'll fucking <laughs> knock your socks off. Oh my like, god! It's, there's some cringe acting. There's some like it's it's it's. It, it's made with heart. What could I say? <laughs> it's a, but like, I lo- I loved some of the broken things about that one, but it, it just, it had some good stuff in there. We are smack dab in the middle of summer. So by now you've probably grown accustomed to hanging out on your balcony shirtless or social distancing at the beach, maybe going for a jog in nothing but your running shorts. In other words, that chest and back hair is on display for all the world to see. You are keeping it groomed to impress, right? Okay, I know, I know, with all this quarantining, you've probably gotten comfortable with completely slacking on your manscaping routine. Whip it into shape. Stat with Manscaped. They are dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. Their Perfect Package 3.0, it comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0, a waterproof cordless body trimmer, plus there's a ton of other liquid formulations in there to round out your manscaping routine. Now, this is the best trimmer on the market for those of you in need of a chest shave. It is a third-generation trimmer that features skin-safe technology to reduce those manscaping accidents. You don't want to lose a nipple. I mean, that would be awful. You can adjust the settings also with this trimmer to get a link that you like not of your nipples of your hair don't worry and you can stay on top of it with almost no effort at all you can even trim an arrow like pointing to the promised land if you're bold enough you know do whatever you want but don't shave off your nipples that's the one thing you know for a limited time if you subscribe you can get two free gifts a shed travel bag and patented high performance reduced chafing manscape boxer briefs get on this Right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, at manscaped.com. You heard what I said. That's 20% off plus free shipping at M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com with the code SUNNY. Hey, trim those chesticles with the besticles. For me personally... um Pee-wee Herman's Big Triple X Adventure. I mean, so first off, the two title characters that you have in this, so Pee-wee is played by Tommy Pistol. And let me put it this way. So first off, you can't tell the difference between him and Paul Rubens. 
Ooh. Yeah, it was. That, if you like, told me that it wasn't Paul Rubens jacking off in that movie theater, it was just Tommy Pistol, I would believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. And I mean, at one point, now we, we had Evan Stone on the show a few weeks ago, and Evan Stone just kind of played every other character in this movie. And yeah. it just kind of happened because he was on set and they were like, yeah, this other person didn't show up. And do you want to play the role? Yeah. And he just ended up playing like 16 roles in the movie. Oh, that's hilarious. Just kept changing. And it was. It was so, you could like, I love the movies where you can just, you can skip all the sex scenes and come out of it and laugh your ass off. Yeah. But like the ones where you have Tommy and Evan, they stay in character when they're having sex. And I love that. And those, they probably had, like they were in character offset as well. Yeah. Like they're just hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Evan Stone is fucking hilarious. Anytime you see Evan in person say, I love you, Ron Jeremy. Thank you for (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. He he may he may be mentioned Ron Jeremy on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um What did you think of the original Batman Triple X, the one with Dale DeBone? We the, have the, the, the Adam it. West one. That that sounds like a that sounds like a thing we have. We have not reviewed that yet. Was that the first porn that we watched together? It is. Ken? That's yes Aww. it is. And it was We were at Gen Con. Oh, oh yes, we were at Gen Con. It was like 19, or not 19, 2000. <laughs> how old are we? I don't know. 1872. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching the porn at Gen Con, and I got a D20 stuck in my ass. It, it was one of those talkie pictures that they had now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, so when you all watch the porn, though, like, I want to know, is it a... It has poor man ruined for you because you're looking at it with a critical eye. Like, can you still get off <laughs> or, or is the point getting off anymore? Are you sitting there oh. like Roger and Ebert? Like, Oh, oh you, acting. Ten don't, stars. don't you, don't you underestimate my clitoris. <laughs> Excuse you, but we're the Statler and Waldo of, of porn. <laughs> we can, we can criticize and then we can go back to our bunks. Oh, and for our Gen Zers, watch the Muppets if you didn't get that oh, particular God. reference. They're like Statler and Gazuntite. <laughs> I hate Nazis. So, is, this, is, is that a brand of, of 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 cracker or an old sandwich that they use at country clubs? What? Who is? Who are these Statler and Waldorf? Is that a drink with whiskey and whisk egg? What is it? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want to hear alternative definitions for the Sattler and Waldorf. If, if it was a drink, what would it be? Oh, we need to start a Twitter thread. Let's do that when we're done. Like, just be like, what? Wrong answers only. <laughs> Who are Sattler and Waldorf? Wrong answers only. Someone's yeah. going to put a picture of... Uh, it, someone's going to put random pictures of political people. And I want to see how like how close they can come to Statler and Waldorf while just having to be random political people. Yes. I feel that. The the cocktail would have to involve Malort, which is a uh, wormwood based liqueur only made in Chicago. It's based off of like, it's, it's just, it's described as tasting like an Icelandic abortion graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know who tasted an Icelandic abortion graveyard. Yeah. Bjork. Bjork. (laughs) She had a dress made out of it. Her and Gaga. I can't can imagine the love child of Lady Gaga and Bjork. That's how she stays perpetually young. Oh, God. Well, this got weird and dark, but I love it. We're going to get hate mail. Look, if you want to send us hate mail info, twogirlsonemike.com. <laughs> so, okay. Don't put a dick pic in. Speaking of weird and dark, 
What is a, a porn that you've watched where you're like, this is fucking weird and dark. I don't know oh, about shit. this. Have we? It's, I mean, it, oddly, Debbie Does Dallas with them say them saying out loud that they were 16 was oddly dark. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Which ones have been like, have, have stuck with us as I don't want to be here ones. Um, oh, man, that's a great question. I mean, you know what? Uh, there was one you mentioned previously that you own one of the props from, which is Avengers Triple X. Uh-huh. I felt like we yeah. really didn't want to be there watching that, that especially that was knowing the it's exact... like, oh, yeah, China uh, died and we're watching yeah. her. I mean, supposedly it's, she enjoyed that role that she had at the, as the She-Hulk, but it didn't seem like it. It's, and I mean, it's it's funny because you can you can look uncomfortable during sex, but it can be a good uncomfortable. Right. You know, she just looked kind of like Awkward. all right, maybe the lube has worn off. I've been in this position for a while. My quads are starting to twitch. I, am I how much am I making for this? Fit? Like no, like <laughs> the script. Look, the scripting was not great. Uh, they kind of were like, hey, like Thor's character is supposed to be kind of a, a bumbling, very silly character, and they were like, if we just have Thor yell, that's the Thor character, right? And like, there was like, as a person who's watched all of the Marvel movies too many times for a grown ass woman, <laughs> like I was, I was unimpressed with the movie, and I was very sad for you know for China looking like she was just kind of like, uh. Like it, it was very sad watching the sex scene because she looked like she wasn't enjoying it. And like, you know, people should look like they're enjoying themselves or, you know, at least enjoying themselves while they're in pain. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was, she looked uncomfortable and not in a happy way. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was, a, that was, a, I, I, you know, that could just be our read from it, but that was, that was our read and that affects your, your, uh, enjoyment. Right. Of porn. Oh, absolutely. So. Have you all been on a porn set, like, live watching form be pilmed? Form be pilmed. Form be pilmed. Form being pilmed. Next at six o'clock. Yes. (laughs) No, but that is our dream. Uh, Specifically, our dream is to narrate it like they do with the Rose Bowl or the Rose Parade. (gasps) We we really one day are hoping that they'll let us present an award at the AVNs. Oh. Like, we feel like best parents. Daddy Rios, come on. Oh, my goodness. Can I I make you jealous? It's, have you? I, present, I presented Best Picture in 2015. <gasps> with Stormy Daniels. I, yeah, with Stormy Daniels. Um, I'm not... Hey, I, Amber... As, um, Amber Lee Rock? No. No, no, no. no. Uh, Amber uh, Lynn yeah, and... Who the fuck? Else? There were three of us. Or was that it? There that were three it. of us, I'm counting You're me. You're not including okay. yourself. Yeah. As a, as a good member of the Girl Squad, I'm not jealous. I am fucking thrilled for you. That's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, amazing. what the that fuck? Is so cool. What the fuck is my life? Like, yeah. That, right? Yeah. Isn't that a, that is so cool. But then again, now looking back, that was in 2015. I think that might have been when I peaked. So... <laughs> <laughs> No, it hey, was hey, sweetheart. T- we peaked in 2015. Yeah. Hey, hey, I peaked in 2015 too. So I'm just right now. I'm just trying to keep riding that way. Ride exactly. that, ride just, that gravy train with I, biscuit wheels. Exactly. Yes. I landed on the front page of the LA Times in 2015. I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to keep like grabbing onto that tiny bit of glimmer of the sun fame that I had. So mm-hmm. it's, wor- it's working out so far. Yeah. Yeah. I was important for a minute. There's a career in it. <laughs> I can so relate to that. Thank you. Thank you. Love every person who ever had a bit part in a show in in the 90s. This would be the ethos of of Bojack Horseman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, okay. Let me think here. I am very kind of 
not, I don't know if I would say I'm uncomfortable with, or I'm, I just haven't been exposed to as much 90s porn, like especially early to mid 90s seems like kind of a void to me. Is that, is that just mom? me? No. Is that just I, me? I think that's an era that we really haven't touched on as much. Okay. Well, 90s is when uh, porn parodies really just started coming into fruition. Right. Uh, prior to that, you had more artistic stuff. Uh, and I, I guess it was more, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's when you had a lot of, uh, I don't know, uh just you know the the, the numbers the one through seventeens of porn yeah. starting ass uh, reamers one through eight oh yes it's like and we it, haven't watched ass reamers one through seven so how could we watch eight it's right you know, you're not going to know really, what's happening with the characters they yeah, cover I mean, auteur theory yeah it's like, <laughs> we really need to know what's happening there or else like it's there there could be a death of the author issue like we need to know what's happening in the mind of those people who who scripted that yeah yeah <sighs> you know my theory is they were just doing it in a fibonacci sequence and just like we that's why we could never find certain numbers i wa- oh i want to see someone like fibonacci sequence their their numbers on the things <laughs> <laughs> that way when they get up to like to, to like a hundred and whatever people will be like wow they've done this many nah yeah. <laughs> okay so what do you what do you see moving forward where do you see porn going like the, your prediction for the future of porn and also like your wishes if you could make like see or make any kind of porn because now I'm like thinking like oh science Fibonacci sequence porn would be cool but maybe I'm the only one and maybe maybe you guys too um, but so where do you think it's going and where do you want it to go if I never see another step sibling, stepmother, stepfather, yes, step you. whatever porn, it will be too soon. <laughs> yeah, as a stepfather, this has ruined most porn for me. Oh yeah, it's, mm. it's just just no more step porn, please. No more incest porn, please. Just stop it. Fucking find another way to get two people into a house together. I know it's the era of coronavirus. Have it be roommate porn. Yeah. Have, it, have it be person who was over your house to fix your fucking lights and then the government shut down everything and you had to stay home because we're, have have martial law porn, okay? Oh, yes. There. Like have have, pri- have riot porn. <laughs> have protest porn. We are under a new era in America right now. So do something with that porn industry. I have faith in your penises and your vaginas to bring it to us. Yes. How bring hard it. is it to pull from reality nowadays? Guys, we can't go outside. There's murder hornets out there. Make murder hornet porn. Yes. I'm going to sting you. What What no, should we no. do? <laughs> My what? penis has the only cure for murder hornets. Now suck <laughs> this cure, baby. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> suck the cure out. <laughs> I like it. I like oh, it. Oh my god. Like it's what's next? I don't know what's coming next in 2020. There are going to be so many horrible things, but you know what? We can heal with some pornography. Yes. We can do it. I have faith in these fuckers, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched Corona porn? Oh my I yes. I know it exists and I haven't watched it yet. Like it's Oh, so not only have I um by the way, so not only uh are there some interesting trends if you look at things like Corona uh, virus porn, so oh my god. Uh <laughs> I decided to, because I do the tagging, because we also upload our podcast episodes to Pornhub, because why not? People are going to search for stuff. So do we. Yeah. Yeah. So what I decided to do one day is I was having a conversation about Mambo number five. You'll find the weirdest tags. So like I'll write, I started writing Mambo number, it autofilled, which means it exists. Whoa. What? 
So did you fall into a Mambo number five porn tornado and did it just have all the girls that are named the song in the gangbang? Because I, I would be down with that. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just Lou Bega naming, listing off all the women again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Well, this has been enlightening. <laughs> it really has. So I have a, a question for you. If people want to watch all these porns, where should they go to watch them? Like, are there... You know, certain websites you recommend, do you recommend that people just go find them individually? How do you recommend people get a hold of like Debbie Does Dallas or whatever? So we strongly recommend paying for your porn. Yes. Uh, Thank you. And I don't know if you guys happen to have a coupon code or anything to drop for your listeners, but we personally recommend either hotmovies.com or adult DVD uh, or Empire uh, Adult. uh, Just write in a movie or just write in, you know, feature length porn or porn parodies, it'll take you there. Uh, the problem is when you look also for these porn parodies on the, cl- on the tube sites, you will only generally get a very small portion or only the sex scene. Guys, you're watching it for the plot. You're missing all the meat. Yeah. It's, it's, there's so much fun plot. And there, we also, we watch a lot of Wood Rocket films. Yes. Uh, and I believe that you can just find them at woodrocket.com. They also have a channel on Pornhub. Uh, it's Wood Rocket does amazing work. And again, uh-huh. they have a dinosaur that they let us ride. Yes. And Leroy is good people. Leroy oh, yeah. and the whole crew. They're great. I, I, he's, he helps sneak me into the Pornhub awards. <gasps> so Ooh. Will, it's, yeah, it's like it, there were, there were, there was plenty of seating. And like, here was how, here was how he quote snuck me in. Um, like, they were, this is how careful they were about checking general admission tickets. He walks in in front of me and then hands me his ticket behind the guard's back. <laughs> and like the guard saw me a minute before with no ticket. So this was no mystery to this guard. He just needed to not be seen like letting someone in without a ticket. Oh my but, God. Yeah. Like we just kept passing a ticket like back and forth between a few people all night. So, but yeah, Leroy is 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 the best of people, and he's been wonderful to us. So we love his work. Go check out uh, Wood Rocket. Yay! Very cool. Well, awesome. And so, where can we find you? Where can we find your podcast? You guys on social media? Because I know our listeners are going to want more. Yeah, so oh. you guys can check out the sh- entire show. So Two Girls on Mike the Porncast. We are on every single podcast platform. Uh, type in Two Girls on Mike, full- spell it out. Uh, make sure you find the one with the microphone and bra and pink lettering just because uh, so since we came out two years ago, uh, I'll, there's been a number of copycat podcasts <gasps> that also are called Two Girls on Mike now, so it oh, gets no. a little confusing for people. It's unfortunate. Yep. But if you don't know where to go, still, just type in to your browser, twogirlsonemike.com. Uh, either way, we own both domains, so that way you can be directed and you could start listening from episode one or past episode 90 at this point, which is fantastic. Nice. Thank you. This has been oh. awesome. Well, yeah. It, and sorry, uh, you guys could also find the show uh, on all the socials at TGOM podcast and event you could find uh, us yeah. separately at yep. uh, at the Cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and over at Facebook.com slash Cybabe and they can find Alice over at Rational Blonde on Twitter. Yay. Thank you. This has been freaking amazing. I love your stories and I'm amazed. We have probably been in the same room multiple times because we were at AEE. Yeah. We were doing panels and shit. Like I can't believe we didn't meat this I'm, is I'm weird sure we have probably looked into each other's souls totally and didn't know it and souls yeah, aren't now- real i know that's <laughs> not true 
Shh, let me look. This is don't this tell is the ex that she's trying to the sell hers. Of, this is the era of coronavirus and 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 martial law and murder hornets. I'm going to pretend there are souls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they exist. I'm just going to use that as a lingua. Let me have dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you both so much. And uh, hopefully we'll talk us. again. So definitely have Bye. an excellent pandemic. Bye. Yay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to American Sex. To keep up with Ken and I, we'll first make sure you watch our TV show, Sex with Sunny Megatron, on Showtime. Then visit SunnyMegatron.com. There you can learn more about us, read our blog, peruse our workshop calendar, or hire us. For what? Well, either for private coaching, or to book us to teach at your event or university, or as sex and relationship writers for your publication. Oh, and don't forget, we're on social media, too. I'm the super social one, so you can find me as Sunny Megatron on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my YouTube channel, and a bunch of other places. But if you want to get me on Snapchat, you got to look for Sunny underscore Megatron, and you can follow Ken on Twitter at at tag PsyChicken. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-K-E-N. Also, please support us by shopping with the affiliates and sponsors from our breaks. And if you contribute to our Patreon, we're going to love you forever. Well, we're going to love you forever anyway, but just go with it. Lastly, if you like this broadcast, tell people about it. Tweet it, Facebook status it, and rate it on iTunes and other platforms. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next week on American Sex.